Do you ever feel like you go to church for a feel-good message, but once you walk out those doors, life hits and you forget about the message until the next week when you're back in church again? How can we take what we hear on Sunday and apply it to our lives throughout the week? How can we use it as a guide for our prayer time and to listen to what God has for us? Well, that's what we're diving in today. Let's go. Welcome to Red Hot Mindset. I'm your host, Gabe Cox, and through this podcast, I'm on a mission to help you step into the fire of refinement so God can mold and transform you into a woman ready to step into your calling and crush your goals his way. I do this by helping you overcome your mental barriers through a faith-based approach of building inner strength and resilience. Each episode, I will bring you thought process, productivity tips, and inspirational stories from everyday people, all so you can live intentionally and move forward confidently with the gifts God has given you. As a running enthusiast, I believe that life is one massive marathon and it's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. Step into the fire with me because I know you will come out stronger. On Tuesday, I talked with Aaron Brewster about how to teach our kids faith. One of the best ways is leading by example. We can show them how to study and show them that it's a priority in our own lives. And this will help trigger a love for faith in their lives as well. It's a new year, which means it's resolution time. I think we all come up with different goals or intentions for our year. They usually come in the form of a physical health or a work project or maybe starting a business or writing a book or any other goals. There are a lot of them we can choose from. But how often do we sit and think about spiritual growth goals? If we don't have spiritual growth goals, it's probably not going to happen. Intention is everything. So how about we become intentional about taking time each day to grow with the Lord? One of the ways and one of the best ways, actually the real way, to understand what your purpose is and what your calling is, is to take time to spend with him. He is the one he's going to direct your paths and give you a clear vision of where he wants you to go. But in order for that to happen, you actually have to have a relationship with him. You actually have to spend time with him. You don't get to know someone without spending time with them. So I know I'm a mom in a busy season as well. And like you, like me, we don't have a lot of time in our day to give. You may not have an hour to dedicate each day to a quiet time, but how about 15 minutes? I know we all have 15 minutes. Do you take 15 minutes to scroll on social media? You may take more than that. Do you take 15 minutes to watch your favorite show? You probably take more than that. You know, there's a lot of places in our day that we waste time that are distractions for us. How about just getting up 15 minutes earlier? Really, what's another 15 minutes? That's kind of how I look at it. Um, 15 extra minutes of sleep isn't going to do much more for me if I'm not getting a couple extra hours of sleep. You know what I mean? So maybe setting your alarm just for 15 minutes before you normally get up and start there. Start with five to 10 to 15 minutes to start creating a habit. Maybe even you could do what they call habit stacking, but you could create a habit stack of any time you're in the car alone, you can take advantage of that and take five minutes to pray. And that will be the first thing you do when you're alone. If we don't plan out our growth, it's not going to happen. 
One thing I'm passionate about is letting your pastor's message fuel you on Sunday, but not to just leave it there, letting it be the gas that runs your week. I don't want you to go to church for a feel-good message, only to walk out the doors and forget about it until the next Sunday. Now, I know I've been guilty of this many times, but what I've found is when I'm intentional in Sunday service and write down notes, I can use them to fuel my quiet time throughout the week. Another thing I'm passionate about is discernment. And even if you have an amazing pastor, he's still human. So I believe we should take what we hear and line it up with the word of God before we make it a truth for ourselves. One of my missions is to think well and seek truth, and I'd love to help you do the same. So I created a Sunday service workbook that you can bring along with you on Sunday and use it to fuel your spiritual growth throughout the week. This study is not meant to give you all the answers, but it will ask you good questions so you can do your own research, reflect, and do some analysis of what you hear and where God is calling you through it. Let it be a guide as you are in your prayer time and seeking God's voice. So what I want to do today is I want to guide you through it so you are equipped to use it. I made it simple and easy to follow, and I broke it down so there are essentially five days in the week, including Sunday, to work through this. So really four days during the week that you would do this intentional time. That way, you can miss a couple of days and not feel bad and not feel behind. Remember, this year is all about doing things simply. That's my word for the year, so that's what we're going to be talking about. So let's go through it. In order to see the workbook, if you want to download it, you can just simply go to redhotmindset.com. On the homepage, you can scroll down to my free resources and you can download it. If you want to follow along with me, you can just pause this right now, go download it, and then come on back. Uh, It does come in two forms. You can just print it or there is an online version that you should be able to just type right into there. So you can choose. Okay, so let's walk through this workbook together. Um, The first page that you're going to see after the title page is how to use the workbook. And what I really want is that it is a guide for you and that God can speak to you through it. And it gives you an opportunity to really dive a little bit deeper into the word. Uh, You can choose to print only days one through four And if you're going to write it um, and you can just read everything else because there's the instruction page, there's some resources at the end we'll talk about, but days one through four are the actual work to the workbook and, or you can type it in online. So it is editable. So you are able to just type in those notes. Um, The first day is actually Sunday or Saturday or whatever day you go to church, but it's actually the day that you are taking notes during the church message. And then the second day is going to be understanding the context of the scripture your pastor used. Day number three is how God wants to use this message in your life. So trying to figure out some application to it. And then day number four is putting what you've learned into practice. And then day number five is applying what you've learned and finishing your prayer journal for the week. I love writing out my prayers. I love having a prayer journal. It just helps me to keep in mind the things that I'm praying about, um, the requests that people have made, and to be able to just pray through it. And then I can write down praise reports 
next to it if um, we had an answered prayer and different things like that. So day number one is the actual sermon. So on the workbook page, you'll have a spot to put your date and the speaker. So whoever the pastor was or the speaker, because you could use this at a conference, you could use this for a lot of different things. Um, And then what the message title was. There's a side, there's a part for notes. So anything that stands out to you, any questions that you have, like a lot of times when I'm listening, I think of a question that I want to learn more about, or maybe I think about a way that I could maybe apply this to my life or, you know, I just get ideas. And so that's what the notes side is for. And then there are a couple boxes and one box has a question what verses were used in today's message. So write down all the verses that your pastor used because then you can go back and reread them and really study them. And we'll talk about that in a bit. And then what were the key points from today's message? Uh, Was there one key point? Maybe there were three, but write those down. So really that's all the first day is. It's really taking notes on the message itself. Then you're gonna come into day two. And this is really understanding the context of the scripture that your pastor used. It's important not to take verses out of context. It's also important to be diligent to read the full passage so you can see the full picture of what God is trying to paint for you. So today we're going to kind of do that. And one thing to think about is that when the Bible was written, there were no chapters and verses. It was just one full story. And so sometimes, and I like how it's separated and there are chapters and verses because it helps us to find things easier. It helps us to understand what's going on. But sometimes we need to actually read the chapter before or the section before to understand the section we're in. And so just don't forget that just because there are separations with um, titles like headings and numbers, like verse numbers, doesn't mean that they don't flow together. So a few questions that you'll be going through is who wrote it and when was it written? So um, who is writing the verse? Who's like talking in the chapter um, or in the book? And when was this written? The next question is who was it written for? Was it for everybody or was it to a specific group? I know like when Paul was writing his letters in the New Testament, he was always writing to a specific group. And um, it's important to know the context of that because not everything was written to be applied for us. It's for us to understand what was going on back then. So the context is actually important. What did this mean to the original hearer? So what was the point of it? What did, if the original hearer heard it, what would they have thought or um, what was the intention behind it? How and where does this fit with scriptures as a whole? So what verses were read in the message? How do they fit in the Bible as a whole? Like, where do they fit in? How do they apply? What does this passage tell me about God? Because really, the passage isn't really telling me about something about myself. It's telling me something about God and who he is and his plans and what he has for me, right? So it's not really just about me. It's about him. And how is the pastor's message pointing me to Christ? So what in his message is pointing me to God? Because that's where the messages should be pointing. They should always be pointing to him. So taking some time on day two to write down those answers. I have some resources for you at the end 
um, that could help you as well with where do I find these answers? I really think finding a really good study Bible. I love the ESV um, study Bible that has a lot of good context in it. It helps to reference different things. I've also used this last year, I used the NLT, the New Living Translation Chronological Bible. And that was pretty cool because they had every um, section of the Bible had all the different chapters and who wrote them, where they were, like maps and all the cool different things. And then just broke it down really nicely. So I definitely say get a good study Bible that you can use. Um, I like ESV because it is more word for word translation. Um, NLT is more living translation. Um, so it's, and it's up to you kind of what you prefer. It's totally fine. And then day three, we're going to talk about what does this mean for me today? So we went and talked about the context. How does it point to Christ? Now we're going to talk about what does this mean for me? And a few of the questions that I have for you to think about on day three is just to take some time to pray and reflect on the scripture that you've read. What does this scripture mean for me today? That's the question I want you to ask yourself. And just write down what comes to mind. Sit quietly with that for a little bit. The other thing I want you to do is to read any supporting scripture used in the same way. Um, so if we're talking about love or if we're talking about, um, I'm trying to think, you know, goals and discipline and things like that, where else in the Bible does it talk about that? And what do you see in it? Does it line up and point you back to Christ? Because that's the most important point. Does it point you back to Christ? And the last question for today is, how does God want to use this message in my life today? So how does he want to use it? How are you feeling like he wants to use it? This is a little subjective, right? Because it doesn't actually say, hey, use it this way. But um, if you are really being prayerful about it, if you really are diving into the word, he's going to speak to you and he's going to tell you what it means for you. So that's day three. Day four is actually putting into practice what you learned. And there's a few steps that go with that. Uh, the first step is thinking about what do I need to keep doing? Is there something that you're already doing that reflects this message and what you believe God is telling you today with it? So write that down. And then step number two is what do I need to stop doing? Is there something that you're feeling convicted about? Is there something that you just feel like, yeah, I'm not supposed to do that anymore? Write that down. And number three is, what do I need to start doing? So did God speak to you through this message and say, you need to start something? It might be as simple as start, like, you know, sometimes I think like saying one nice thing to my kids per day, at least, you know, like just the whole affirmation and um, helping them to see who Christ is. How do I do that? Well, I can do that by saying something every day, right? And so it's it could be as simple as that, but it might be something big, you know? So write that down. And that is day four. Then day five, really, there's I have a notes page for you where you can just write down, how is God speaking to you this week? What are some key lessons you're learning? What other questions do you have? Because that could further your study. Deuteronomy eleven eighteen says, fix these words of mine in your hearts and minds, tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. 
God wants us to know the scripture because it will help us throughout life. It will help us avoid temptation. It will help us to know where he's calling us. It will help us to know how to bring and draw people to him. And so fixing these words in our hearts and minds is important. The other thing on day five is to really look at your prayer journal. You can use it throughout the week, but um, write down any prayer requests you have. Write down any praises that you have. Anything that comes to mind that you just want to, you could write a letter uh, to God. Like one of the things I like to do is I like to write, it's almost like a journal entry, but it's a letter to God. It's like a prayer to God. And that's kind of how I pray. Um, But you can write a prayer journal entry to him. Just share your heart. Make sure that you're being vulnerable. The thing about it is that he cares and loves about you so deeply. He wants to hear from you. Psalm 139.2 says, you know, when I sit down or stand up, you know, my thoughts, even when I'm far away, he already knows everything. So why not talk to him? Why not be vulnerable with him? You do not have to guard your heart with him because he's your daddy. He cares for you. He loves you immensely. So through the week, it's really just a deep dive to take what you've learned and figure out what it all means and how you can apply it to your life. Um, At the end of the workbook, I have some helpful resources. A few things that I've learned work for me. Um, Verse by verse ministry is one of my favorite places to go for context learning. Um, Because Steve takes each verse, like he usually, he really has like multiples of podcast episodes um, of each book. And he takes it verse by verse. So it takes a long time, but it is so good. And it really helped me think about um, just the chronological piece of it, the the piece of where is God in scripture and what does this mean? You know, what does it really mean? And diving deep. Um, the Strong's Concordance is also a good choice um, because it indexes pretty much every word. And it also includes both the Hebrew and Greek dictionaries, so you can kind of cross-reference different things. Um, The Blue Letter Bible is an app that you can do, or it's online as well, but that's a powerful tool as well because it has free online reference libraries and study tools and different things. And I already told you I like this ESV study Bible um, because that just includes a lot of extensive study notes and charts and maps and things like that. And then um, one of my favorite podcasts is the Daily Grace podcast when it comes to faith. Um, because it exists to encourage and equip women to seek God in his word. And I love that. And so I use that as another piece of the fuel that I use to really grow in my spiritual walk. So those are just some resources. I'll link some of those resources in the show notes, but if you download the workbook, you'll automatically get them in there easy to find. Um, But the other thing is I'd love to connect further with you. Um, I'd love to hear what value this workbook has provided for you. And I'd also love to hear what your spiritual growth um, goals are for the year. So consider joining us in Mindful Mamas. It's a Facebook community. It's free. And we are there to just support you and help you grow spiritually and personally as you um, find clarity in your purpose and passions and go after your God-given goals. You can find it at www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash four. It's the number four, so four 
Mindful Mamas, and Mamas is spelled M-A-M-A-S. So for Mindful Mamas, I'll also link that in the show notes below so that you can find them. Um, remember, you can download the workbook simply by going to redhotmindset.com on the homepage and scroll down just a little bit to find my free resources. I really hope that this workbook blesses you and that you can use it as fuel for your spiritual growth this year. It's really important to know you are learning from leaders or pastors who are biblically sound and teaching in context. Discernment is key to this, and the way to become discerning is to get in the word and read it for yourself. Romans 10, 17 says, So faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of God. We hear from God through his word. Let him use it to change you. Let him use it to speak to you and let God guide your quiet time. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go though, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. This will make sure you have access to all future episodes so you don't miss any of them. If you resonated with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or Spotify as reviews are an important part of growing this podcast. If you have any friends or family who you think would enjoy this podcast, be sure to take a screenshot and share it with them. And if you're not a part of the free Mindful Mamas online community, consider joining us. It's a community built to provide support, mindset, and encouragement as you develop your giftings, live intentionally, and go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to www.redhotmindset.com to check out the show notes and find the link to join the community. I hope you step into the fire with me each and every episode because I know you will come out stronger. That's all for now. Talk with you real soon. Bye, winner.